Luffy's a psychopath because he he's a dog owning another dog, and so like yeah. I already feel like he's off. Yeah, he, like, he's I a little agree. Bit off he he sees Pluto like with a leash, and he's mm-hmm. just like, "This is fine." You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody yes. out there. Uh, we're happy you're joining us. Hopefully, everybody had a great day. Um, If you had to work, you worked. If you didn't, you had the day <laughs> off to celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. King. Yeah. Um, my name is Doug Wagner. I am thrilled that you are joining us today um, because we got a great show. We're going to talk a little, play a little catch that quotable again. We're going to talk a little uh, State of the Streamers episode, which I'm excited about, yeah. um, as well as to dive into some news pieces. So we got a lot got a lot of ground to cover, got a lot of ground to cover. But um, in order to do this well and in order to do this right, we need to make sure everybody is thoroughly uh, welcomed and introed and brought into this space. So I'm going to kick it on over to Marcus. Boo, you, Destin. Yeah, Marcus, wow. How are you feeling? I feel great. Let me go ahead and get on my tangent out of the way. Yeah, Listen, for all it. of you fuckers wow. who have yeah. been quoting Dr. King today and then signing policies into place that earlier in the year or just after you get done after today and doing whatever the fuck you want that goes pretty much the exact opposite of what Dr. King and the quotes that you post, boo you. Just boo you and your existence, boo you and your whoever is running your Twitter and Instagram accounts, boo you and your performative bullshit. Because if you don't say something, then you know you'll get more backlash. So you pull a quote out your ass. So mm-hmm. boo you. Here, but I'm good. here, yes. here, here. That yes. is that's amazing. Yes, I absolutely appreciate that. A hundred percent. Yeah, boo, boo you. A hundred percent. But we also have to bring in a one Brian Roush plus hey Brian Roush. How you feeling? You know what? I'm I'm feeling good. And I was gonna have something else to say, but I do I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up what Marcus okay. is talking about. Please. Folks, Please. you you don't look cool or woke or like with it when you put God. an MLK quote like in your email signature. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot That's state new. overstate enough how just inauthentic. And like awful that comes across because like at best you're like, oh, like I know MLK is important and I'm just going to stamp this on every email, even if I'm just saying like, hey, I need two chairs, by the way, only light can drive out dark. Everybody like, right. And it's just like, hey, like maybe we don't maybe maybe we should be more intentional with like how we're remembering mlk instead of just like rubber stamping it on a message like i don't think that's exactly what he had in mind um yeah so just like if you're doing that reassess why you're doing that are you doing that to perform because if you are that's gross like don't do that like just do the work don't don't rubber stamp everything like it's the equivalent of being like i'm gonna send a letter to my friend 
boom stamp mlk quote look at that pretty cool huh and they're just like thanks i guess like sure. <laughs> thanks for the christmas card <laughs> yeah, so, right. anyway that's yeah. happy mlk day everybody happy MLK day. um is anybody else waiting for this to swing the other way where someone says all dreams matter am i the only mm. one who's like like clinching i wouldn't like, be surprised oh, i wouldn't can be we not you know it's uh, also it's interesting because it's like it depends on you can kind of tell what people's like which way they kind of fall yeah by the quote that they pick if it's something super generic nothing about fighting back nothing about standing against the system or if it you know it just really depends on what quote they do but you know mlk was just full of that was poetic damn yeah so it really you can really tell and read just go back and read some of your favorite or non-favorite politicians quotes and then like people you trust like brian and see see what kind of quotes they would pull and then see what kind of (laughs) like generic quotes everybody else would pull so yeah god i hope i'm not in a situation where i have to find one like now now the pressures because i don't just have one sitting waiting in the wings i would want to look at it and read it and make sure it fit the situation instead of just being like yeah like i just no, by the way i, I had three pulled today for like my 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 offices like oh Instagram. sure oh sure yeah and i had to send them to different people to be like which one sounds like the voice of me in the office and they were like yes. i mean you know i did it as a consensus but that's the way to are. do it see that's i mean the way if, to do if, it. if not that we're like doing this but one of my favorite mlk quotes genuinely is the one where he's like honestly y'all the moderate the moderate's the one you gotta worry about and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> sense mlk my man you're absolutely yeah. right like yeah, everybody good. else you know what side they're on but the moderate they're just like they're i don't know both that's sides good have good points that's a good point it's a good point um gentlemen did you all have a good weekend overall like did you did you get into it did you have a good weekend it was fine like super regular today was just more i really sent emails today like it was oh. I, I just oh, did it from okay. home so basically yeah. just kind of worked from home but okay other than that, it was pretty cool. That and the doctor's checkup. Hey, yeah. The, everything all everything all checks out. Yeah, it could be better. If the, isn't that how the, the our doctors that's always, visit always? That's, like, I, Doug, that's HIPAA. That's HIPAA protected. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> doctor, doctor, patient confidentiality. How dare you ask gonna, me that? Uh, you know what? Live. We're going to do an episode with your doctor as a guest. What if it? Break it what down. if it? What if do it we need to okay? worry about Marcus? <laughs> What if it wasn't okay? What if it was? What, what if the news would have went left? Then it would have oh, been we, uh, live. So we Facebook. had a whole episode, Marcus, like about his health for the next hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been real bad news. All doctor visits end in you could be doing better. That's how they all end. I agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you, man. They're just like, hey, these uh, so these cholesterol levels. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm I'm working on it. I'm, I'm running like almost trying. every day, and yeah. I love buffalo wings. Like, I don't know what to tell you, Doc. Like, yep. I get it. Yep. I told my doctor last year around my birthday. <clears throat> I said, like, I just figured it's been a while since I've had a physical, and he was like, Oh yeah, when was your last one? I said. Uh, like 12 years ago yep. he was like oh my god he's like yeah. why weren't you in here I was like because it's like taking your car in I'm waiting yeah. for you to find something wrong that I don't know about like yep, that's that's, that's the way it is so, I also yep. lost like two doctors I'm on my third doctor since I've been in Vermillion like the first they one left retired. they left like okay. the first one retired <laughs> and then the other then I got a new one I just had this one for like not even a year yeah and then they I called to make an appointment and they were like yeah he got another job at a different place and i was like well damn he didn't send me like a birthday card or a card to say i'm <laughs> Thanks, no longer right? a doctor i had to find a different doctor 
The no. way you made it sound, I Marcus, like, I lost oh, you. Oh, like, oh, my bad. Are they in, like, trench <laughs> no, they, they are alive and well, as far as I okay, know. Okay, so, that's, yeah, yeah. that's good to know. Brian, good uh, weekend for you, though? Yeah, everything was good for me. Uh, my wife and I, we were we we watched movies. Uh, yeah, it is. Big, big shock there. And Friday night, uh, I was like, hey, we don't have to watch anything for the podcast. Like, is there anything you want to watch? He's like, I want to check out this movie called The Invitation on, on Netflix. And it's a, it's a Sony-produced movie with uh, uh, the, the actress from Game of Thrones, Natalie Emanuel, I, th- I believe is sure. her name. She played Missandei. Mm-hmm. She was like the, the right-hand woman to, to Daenerys. Um, and essentially, uh, it's a really good, like PG 13 thriller. Uh, there might be vampires involved. Don't watch the preview if, if that interests you, cause it gives everything away. Um, but it was it really good. It turns on. I, good. I, I really enjoyed it. And then we also watched, uh, Banshees of, uh, Inishirin, which I was like, oh, Maggie, this is probably getting nominated for an Oscar. We, we have HBO max and we can watch it. And we watched it. And it it's like a feel bad movie. I don't really know how else to describe it. I, I, it's, yep. it's really well made. I, I don't want to like lose that. It's really well made. Yeah, uh, she's like great, but it's like super sad and it's not mm. uplifting. And the comedy is very dark. So is, that checks like, a lot of boxes for me, Brian. Oh, Doug, Doug, <laughs> you might Doug really like drooling. it. I finished it oh, with Maggie mouth. and she was <laughs> like, well, that was a Saturday night, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Okay, well, we watched The Invitation, so we yeah. each got something that we wanted. So that was my weekend. You win, some, you win some, you lose some. That's really and, how it is. I mean, yeah. everybody kept talking about it. You see Colin Farrell right now mm-hmm. on the awards circuit, and I was like, okay, like, you don't see a lot of comedies in the Oscar conversation. We have HBO Max. Let's check it out. And it was just like, okay, this is yeah. uh, this is bleak. So anyway. <laughs> this is grim. I it, will it, say... Yeah. It's about Colin Farrell. I saw an interview with him. I think it was on a TikTok or YouTube or something like yeah. that. And he was a round table with other actors. And he was like, he was talking to a younger actor. I don't know who he was talking to. He's like, I made a lot of mistakes when I was younger. And oh, wow. I acted a fool. And I, if you're, so long as you're not doing what I'm doing, what I did at that time, you are like lights ahead of where I'm at. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge that even Colin Farrell can appreciate the growth that he has gone on yes. <laughs> during this, ex- not during this experiment. So cheers to Colin Farrell for being like, oh, yeah, I, uh, oops, like, should know. <laughs> Colin Farrell, the senior, the college senior at the bar being like, don't make my mistakes. Don't, don't do what I do. Like <laughs> like so, yeah. But good. Well, it's glad, I'm glad to hear. Glad to hear you all had a good weekend. I had to go to a birthday party for a two year old. Oh, so oh. there was that. So I was on the road again. All right. Um, Didn't I? And know was uh, glad to not be on the road again. Lovely <laughs> birthday party. Glad we got to celebrate. It was fine. If I have to drive in any type of winter weather, I may. I may punch a stranger. Like I am. Like I am so wow. this far over it. Like. When when I saw the road report, like when we had started our drive, I looked at Brittany and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> She's like, what? I said, just this. this like, I don't this like, wave I don't in the air this. like I like I a Muppet. Like, I, I mean, this. So, d- tune in next week and maybe Doug didn't have to drive somewhere. Make maybe sure because the last week. three podcasts you have had yeah, to drive. Somewhere. That's true. Thank and you. Marcus. I yeah. do not want to do that again. So, I mean, yeah. I feel 
you know what you signed up for. What was that? Old, what was the name of that old so ice road truckers or something like that? Like yes. I feel like yep. at this point mm-hmm. you could just mm-hmm. do that. Like, yeah, I mean at this point. I certainly feel like I have to, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's dress shout, ch- shout out to the minivan though, because those Look, minivans be enduring. Like, I'll say you know, this. Oh, yeah. I'll say this. An all-wheel drive minivan was single-handedly the best purchase decision <laughs> yeah. I have ever made, yeah, and I, I will never apologize. I will say, I understand when I'm driving down the road and I try to pass somebody and it's like some asshole in a truck and he's like, yeah. Oh, minivan, not today. And he like, he like speeds <laughs> up a little bit, but he doesn't understand like in here, it is all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. I never worried about slipping. Like mm-hmm. it was yeah. Sh- shout out, yeah. shout out to, to what we call the van van, a white because it's a white oh, van. And so that's what we got. Okay. But gentlemen, we have a whole podcast to get to. We and do. So we I want to say something real quick. Please. I just want to make sure that everybody follows us on all of our Good social channels. Agreed. Right? We had a lot of shit going on there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. In 2020, what year is it? 2023. Three. The Lord of our Savior. 2023. Whatever it is, they say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, we are doing a lot on social. So just make sure that you follow us on socials at Instagram at Films in Black and White. Uh, Instagram yes. on Facebook at Films in Black and White. Instagram on Twitter, films and B underscore W. That may or may not exist later on. It depends on how Elon pisses us off. We don't mm-hmm. know how that goes. True. And then true. TikTok, probably our most active form of mm-hmm. social media is TikTok, where you can find like a various different things from Brian, Doug, and myself and all of us all together. It's TikTok at films in black and white. And also on Letterboxd at films in black and yes, white. I'm pretty very sure. true. So uh, we are on the, the Letterboxd app where we will be keeping track of all the movies that we will watch this year, review and rate them yep. on the letterbox app. So shout out to Riley Riggles for showing me that. That was a experience. To Riley. Thanks for the, thanks for the tip, Riley. Yeah. Uh, I had this one of those things I told these guys this weekend. I was like, Ooh, that's one of those things I signed up for and just <laughs> forgot that I did for the pod. Yeah. So we're going to love that. Stuff out yeah, there, no, but... we love that. Yeah. But gentlemen, we have a whole podcast to get to full of goodness, but let's start off with catch that. Quotable. Mm. Silky sounds of Marcus J. Uh, Sponsored by Roman's Millions. Again, Roman is going to continue it to donate this this way. Uh, And... so, yeah, I like the sponsored by. I, that's I like that. Basically, what it is sponsored by Roman Roman's millions. Yeah, um, <laughs> but gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? Yep, I'm ready, right. baby. So this week's quote is: "But only in their dreams can men truly be free." But only in their dreams can men truly be free. Shout out to Greg Berube, friend of the podcast, for submitting his quote. So thanks, Thanks, Greg. Greg. Thanks, Uh, Greg. Yeah, but only in their dreams can men truly be free. Gentlemen, any ideas on what this movie is from? I mean, this this, this is Shawshank Redemption, right? It certainly has that vibe, doesn't it? That's Um, not the vibe I got. That's my gut. Okay. That's a great guess. Okay. What vibe did you get? I got, okay, so I've got a couple. Okay, and all of them seem to be okay. So, like, uh, what, what is it? What dreams may come? That was the first one okay. because of dreams. Uh, yeah, what dreams may come, and okay. then the other one is like, um, what is the other movie where it's also a Robin Williams movie? Coincidentally, is it? He's really po- smart. Is it Dead Poet Society or is it Goodwill Hunting? I've never seen Dead Poet Society. It's, I was thinking Goodwill Hunting. It's good. Okay. Okay. But okay. Uh, 
I guess I'll throw. I don't know. I've never seen Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society is this one where he's like a teacher at a college and he's leading a literary class and he's an unconventional teacher and he breaks so, the mold and he encourages his his students to oh, break the mold and so, so the, basically everybody like the leadership of the school is like they need to know how to do these things and if you're right. not going to teach the curriculum you can get out and he's like I guess I'm going to get out and they all stand up on the desk and they're like oh captain my captain that's yep. that's oh that's Dead yep. Poets Society yep. okay. that's not the one where he puts a clown nose on his on his nose right no, that is Pat Adams Pat, yep. oh alright well there we go there you go there you go <laughs> um uh, <laughs> welcome to the Robin Williams movie welcome, hour yeah welcome that was to yeah. Robin Williams through the ages yeah, with yeah, the yeah. films of black and white <laughs> was, crew geez. at least I didn't say Mrs. Doubtfire because that was also yeah, yeah this is uh, definitely has like some inspirationalist like feeling to it so what was that movie it was um I'm gonna butterscotch soda this it's a it. it's a movie with I feel like it's Sean Connery and it's about a writer and <sighs> Oh, oh, Brian. Oh. Brian's You're got the man it. now, dog, is a quote in that movie, and I can't yeah. remember the movie. Oh. I'm going to look it up. That otherwise... also sounds like another movie where they say, you got the juice now. But Forrester. A... I could movie. I don't know. I've never. I've Sean Connery is. You know what's funny? I don't think I've seen a lot of Sean Connery movies, except for like the Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester. I see. I'm getting Finding Forrester vibes from this. Okay, so I guess we're spreading the gambit on this, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm going with Shawshank. I'm okay. gonna take whatever the hell you said earlier. The what is it? Okay. Dead, Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. Okay. I'm gonna, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that. Okay, and I'm gonna go with Finding Cause, Forrester because that's what I've got. You're the man now, yeah, dog. <laughs> Could be what dreams make. I don't know. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, this is from Dead Poet Society. Robin oh, Williams is John Keating wow. in Dead wow. Poet Society in 1989. That's a that's Doug's point. That has wow. to be because well, they go. That's weird. But I Thank have you. never seen that movie before in my life. Yeah, the official synopsis of Dead wow. Poet Society. If you have not seen it, according according to IMDb, is Maverick teacher John Keating uses poetry to embolden his boarding school students to new heights of self expression. There you go. Well, rest in peace know. to Robin Williams, huh? Yeah, yeah. He really had a lot Shout of range. Out. He did a lot. I mean, yeah, a lot Robin of Williams did a lot. He, he yeah. yeah. 24 hour pharmacy for my childhood. It? Like I just he oh, was yeah. always yeah. Oh, yeah. laugh. I mean, I will as much as the new Aladdin was not nearly as terrible as I thought it was going to be, I still have that like he's always going to be I Aladdin. Actually, really you know like I mean? the new Aladdin. It's, it's not no really no no good. it's it's not bad. It's I'm no, not this I didn't, isn't no, me, no, like, I'm just shade at it. No, I'm just adding on to your statement by saying yeah. I also thought that that movie was going to be bad, and then I have rewatched that movie probably the most it's out of all the live good. action movies. Yeah, I, I, um, my kids love it, and I watch it every time yeah, it's on. Like I am entranced by it. Also, the, right. the costuming they do for yeah, Jasmine, really top tier, amazing, yeah, incredible, right. vibrant mm -hmm. colors. Like somebody got the memo, a hundred percent. Well, gentlemen, we have a whole episode to get to, and we are going to start off by doing films in black and white presents the state. Of the streamers. So welcome, we welcome are going to gonna run down 
every like streaming service that there is. Mm-hmm. Brian has crunched the numbers yet again. I have some survey results to get into um, to talk about which ones our listeners and followers on social media use. And so we're going to talk about it, all of them. So what what's good, what's bad, um, and kind of give a rating of like content price and find where that inflection point is. So if you're uh, watching us live, feel free to hop in the comments oh, yeah, yeah. because uh, we want to hear from you what is your this, favorite streaming service yeah this yes. is a spectator sport so this is a spectator sport so <laughs> um so gentlemen we are going i want to give you some results from a twitter poll that we yeah did let's do it that yeah. talked about what our listeners are typically using to stream and so let's run it down so i gave them a few options now the one omission is that i did not include uh hulu, hulu on this oh hulu. Uh, how dare HBO you max, or hbo max for some reason why did i only do these four i don't know i picked a random four it's uh okay. it's okay live my life hulu wouldn't have got any votes hbo no. max probably is missing out on a couple votes so netflix disney plus paramount yeah. plus and peacock were my four okay. all right of those four disney plus is the most netflix okay. after that and then it drops off significantly from 31% to 8% um, Paramount Plus and then Peacock after that. I Paramount Plus is before Peacock? Yes. That's interesting. I, I, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So Why? there you go. I no idea. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't Honestly, tell you. like Paramount Plus is like starting to get in that space where they're like, we, we got stuff. We don't have a lot of it, but what we do have is. <laughs> kind of good we don't have so, it like, done and i feel like peacock is just like uh you like fast and the furious and people are like no how about uh-huh. harry potter no. and they're like uh, it's okay no. and they're like okay um got this new show coming out in like two weeks and you're like i'll come back later yeah <laughs> really I, yeah. well don't look at me because i'm watching brooklyn 99 on peacock so Oh, are you? Yeah, that's what's on there right now. Is... You know, the office is on there too, as well. So. Yep, sure do. Lord knows the office is yeah, on there. The <laughs> All of the office. There. there you go. But Brian, uh, what do you got for us? You crunched the numbers. You, you looked at it. Um, shout out to Maggie Roush for the assist in some of this too, yes. as well. Yes. But uh, Brian, what do you got? So I I did it on three metrics for us to kind of talk about the best streamers, uh, okay. and so. We looked at price, what it what it is as a new user to sign up for these services, because that's the only consistent metric that is widely available. And it gets weird because there are so many different legacy programs that you could be part of that, like someone listening to this would be like, well, actually, like I only pay like four dollars for Disney because like I, you know, ordered something and I'm a part of a rewards program and they just they give me a discount or whatever. I don't know. Um, so that's like the only like consistent metric we can use here. Uh, so if you're, if you're, uh, if your results vary, that's why also, uh, we looked at the different shows, like the actual, like films mm-hmm. and things that you actually watch on these services. Cause we all know that they inflate their products with shows that like almost nobody watches, but they can, they can put that thumbnail on it. And then yep. lastly, uh, usability, which is a little bit more amorphous. And like, I would love to get a web design or like an app designer on the show to talk to them about why it is the way it is, but just how easy is it to use the, the streaming app? Um, because you'd be surprised how hard some of these are HBO max fast forward function 
I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, so those are the three metrics that that we're kind of trying to triangulate here, finding out the best one. Um, also, as you're playing along at home, feel free to think about the ones you maybe don't need this year. This time of year, people are trying to figure out like, okay, what do we really need to pay for this year? Like, this is a great time to do it. So this yeah. will be exhaustive. Be we're going to get into like the nitty gritty of it. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. So I'm just going to run down all the prices for like the major streaming. Please. And then we can just start our discussion there. All right, let's um, do it. So the most expensive streamer is HBO Max. They are raising their prices as of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to $15.99. HBO Max, $15.99. After that is Netflix at $15.49. This just is under. no... All of these are no ads, by the way. So this is like the no ads plan uh, for all of these. The market so Netflix, plan. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what we call the uh, the market you, protocol. YouTube, YouTube premium plans. Yeah, the uh, the Marcus yeah. premium experience. Sure. And so Netflix is like, hey, we see you HBO Max. We're fifty cents cheaper. Which we'll come back to that. Disney Plus, it is ten ninety nine. Um, I got Impressive. this out of order already. Oh well. Okay. Hulu on its own is fourteen ninety nine. Again, we're coming back to that. What? Paramount Plus is nine ninety nine. Peacock is four ninety nine a month. Hmm. Amazon Prime is fourteen ninety nine a month, but it's also a shipping service. It's weird. <laughs> and then lastly, Apple TV six dollars and ninety nine cents a month. All the prices that I've quoted here are for a month, no ads. Uh, as a new subscriber. So there you have it. HBO Max coming in at the most expensive with Peacock being the cheapest. All right. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, price points on these thoughts and initial reactions. Uh, I've got one. Shock Do it. Hulu by itself yeah, is ridiculous. $14. I, I, I mean, you can get the bundle too with Disney yeah. Plus, and I I don't know anybody that's just like no, just Hulu, please, please. Yeah, like I, I haven't know. run into that person. One Hulu, no. please, thank you. <laughs> I often scroll past Hulu, and I'm like, oh shit, I got Hulu, and then I kind <laughs> of like watch something on there, and then I'm like, well, I the, I don't really need it because the I don't watch the Flash, the CW shows don't come on on here anymore. No, that's Brooklyn Nine Nine got taken off of Hulu. So why am I here? I'm not really sure why I'm here. And I mean, I like except for watching a movie I forget existed from the like 70s or 80s. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I watch some TV shows like if I want to go back and watch like It's Always Sunny and I want to pick a specific yeah, season, yeah. like I can go back for that. But yeah. that's for me, that's the only reason why I'm going into yeah, Hulu is to watch Hulu. an old show that I'm I'm trying to revisit. So how are we how are we how are we how are we discussing this? Are we all making decisions on this? Are we coming to a unified agreement? How do we well, want to do this? Well, I figured we'd get through, we would get through prices. We'd have our mm-hmm. conversation about prices. Then we'll talk about the different, uh, the, the different shows and movies that have made yeah. these services well-known and then talk about usability. And then we could kind of give our final verdict after okay. that as like, okay. what's yeah, yeah, the yeah. top, what's the top streamer or what are the top three? And yeah. uh, another question related to that too. So um, I, the, the, the one thing I want to talk about price before we start moving into yeah. like, the the types of films and shows they have is that um disney plus is like whoever figured this out over there their research people they are strictly in the middle like disney plus on its own is 10.99 which is cheaper than mm-hmm. netflix and more expensive than paramount plus but like it's this really sweet spot middle tier and all of that all of their stuff is so general audience friendly mm-hmm. yeah that i i mean 
if that's why it feels like everybody has Disney Plus, yeah. in my opinion. Well, yeah. I mean, Bob Iger is back in control, and like the last reports I heard was he was rolling back prices on Disney parks tickets. Yeah, or, yep. and like he he's is. not playing that game. Like he's trying to get a good price point for Disney that's like not too expensive because I think he sees the writing on the wall of like everybody else prices hiking. But do you know how Disney sustains itself by not being the most expensive shit and still offering yep. all of the Disney shit that I can offer? That's yep. because, jo- and that's also because, jo- uh, like, uh, jo- uh, Chapek, the previous CEO, yeah, kind of had the John Hammond from Jurassic Park <laughs> approach where he was like, you know, we want everybody to show up here. And then his lawyer was like, yeah, but that's like a thousand dollars a day, right? That's that lawyer and, and Bob Jacob Chapek are like the same dude. Like, yeah. no, yeah. this is supposed to be for everybody. <laughs> right no like and, and so it's it's yeah. yeah they got that that going on i also <sighs> brian i want to point yeah. out that paramount plus i feel like is trying to sustain itself on the you forgot you signed up for us yes and that's okay oh like it's always five dollars that was me too that yeah. was me i forgot i was signed up for about five months because i tried to watch the super bowl same. on that shit and then i didn't i forgot <laughs> I but did the that same is a plus thing. That they have though, like they have the live sports and live TV yep. within yep. their app, which Hulu does too. And I guess I was scrolling through. Uh, is it HBO Max? HBO Max also has a live something that they do. It's Boxing, a live, maybe? It's like right, it's some type of news show or some type of like something oh. that was like live on certain days that oh. I saw it when I was like scrolling, and that was oh. news to me. I didn't know that they did that. I did not know that either. I, I Interesting. That's wow. That's great. I don't know. Yeah, uh, um, are I, we deciding our prices now, Brian? You want to go and talk about content next? I mean, we can we can talk about. I let let me say this. Let me interrogate HBO Max. Then we can talk about what Please, what we think is the best to. value, and yeah, then we yeah. can like yeah, make our it. final get determination. Into it. Get into it. HBO Max. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I like you are not <laughs> worth fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> I I know like we're probably not gonna get sponsored by them anytime soon, but like no, that's okay. I, what like what is your problem, man? I, like it just I, your I, service is not worth fifteen ninety nine. Like you, I don't even know how to describe to you how the like you have good stuff, but you're overselling your stuff. And I'm pretty sure this is all because of the discovery deal, and they gotta make money. Yeah. And it's just yeah, when people look at their bills, man. It's pretty easy to cut out HBO Max or at least cut it out for a month and come back. Um, yeah. It's just not worth $16, maybe 12 I just, uh, you just, the brands aren't there for me. The types of stories aren't there for me. I'm in the business of playing devil's advocate tonight. Do it. I'm so okay. excited. So here's me playing defense attorney. Devil's I love advocate, it. D-A-D-A. I love this show. Okay. So okay. Um, HBO Max is smart. For one, okay, because okay. they just released Last of Us after they mm-hmm. priced the they announced the price hike and mm-hmm. then released Last of Us. And they Last of did. Us just got a hundred percent on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Oh, Take that for damn. what it's worth. Yep. yep. It got a hundred percent, and that's only just the premiere, okay? Yep. And already being deemed the best TV to a video game to TV adaption, like yeah, yeah, out here. So they're really smart for that because now everybody is hooked. And yep. at least until Last of Us season one is done, you're going to be paying that sixteen dollars mm-hmm. a month, right? So that's one. Yeah. Second, David Zasloff don't give a flying damn about. He, doesn't. he does not. All he, he wants not. is to recoup his money. He wants to sell, sell, sell. Yeah, okay? he does. I also think 
HBO Max is the evil twin to Disney Plus, if I think about it hard enough. Ooh, okay. tell me more. Okay. It is like two sides of the same coin where when I we talked about this when it first came out, yeah. I was like, if I really want to feel like an adult or go yes. somewhere where it's like a little bit darker or something that feels yep. more adulty, I'm going to go to HBO Max. I agree. Before I go to Disney Plus. And yeah. I find myself more on HBO Max because they have a certain tone over there. Yeah, I agree. Just, it, it does something for me. Is it the best content? No, but I'm a DC head. I also am a Snyder guy. So that they got the Snyder cut. They have all the Superman movies. They have like these movies I forgot about that used to come on on HBO when they were on yep. cable. So that kind of like is pushing me more towards HBO Max than it is Disney if we're kind of transitioning into content yes. when it comes no, that's to all perfect. of the streamers. Yeah. That's perfect. Because yeah. the other thing with HBO Max that I appreciate is it has movies that were made before the year 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Like, you know, and I feel like that's lost on some of the streamers where it's just like, we have the past 20, like, I feel like that's what Netflix is turning into. It's like, eh, if it was made before 2000, good luck. We don't, we don't have it. Else. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like when we did our Mimic episode, hey, go check out our Mimic episode, uh, which is a movie Marcus really wanted us to get into. And yeah, we did. And we're like, wow, this is like really good. It's just a gem just sitting there in HBO Max. Mm -hmm made in the 90s which is really good and i feel like that's one of the strengths of it so i i yeah. do i would even like heed that argument i'm just like well they have like really good classic movie if we're calling 90s movies classics oh no uh but and i feel like a lot of other streaming services don't have that maybe disney plus but like that's uh, that's all i don't know i don't know if that's the same not, thing not, not not without a content warning brian that's like true. It's made That's before true. the early nineties. There true. is some type of like, <laughs> hey, group of people, we're sorry. Like yeah. before the movie starts. Yeah. So that's you know what I mean. Hey, um, we shouldn't have done that, but we can't take this down. Um, so, yeah. The other thing is, I I kind of want to come at Paramount Plus just for a moment. Mm -hmm. Because Let's do it. for me, Paramount Plus has no business being close to that close to Disney Plus in pricing. Like I know it's still like a two dollar difference. Yeah, you're right. It should be closer, I feel like, to Peacock. And I'll say this because really the only new movies that have come out of there are like the Sonic movies went straight there That's like after point. they came off. Really the only the shows – I mean you have to be like a Nickelodeon head to yep. really want to do that. And in that case, it's like do you like – do your kids like Paw Patrol? <laughs> I guess that's here. Do they I, like yeah. – do they, do they like uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, that's here too. Albeit you could get that over on Prime certain seasons too. <laughs> so there's really not a lot mm, besides some of I their disagree. like your like original programming. The DABA is back. I'm back. I'm okay. The defense attorney, devil's advocate is back. Dada <laughs> is back. I'm glad we're back. Dada is back. Okay, listen. Here's think about this though. The reason I feel like they have to charge so much, and I don't know this because I didn't look yeah. into anything. They have the live sports and the 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 sports. It's what's selling yeah. CBS Sports, yeah. Right. And that is a big chunk. And also Nickelodeon partners with CBS Sports for those certain games that they do right. that are more yeah. kid friendly games. I don't even know how to describe it, but apparently it's a super yep, popular a thing. The, the slime game. Yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? No, they, I'm calling it that. 
No, they have like a they have like an NFL weekly recap show that airs on Nickelodeon and it's for kids. But it's like it's like what if ESPN was just for kids and Mm -hmm. like that's the half hour segment, which I want more. They also have full games that are covered with special effects with Nickelodeon. So like whenever somebody gets a touchdown, the slime goes off or Patrick Starr pops down and (laughs) is like narrating the damn play by play color commentary. No, I have no idea. It's very wild, but apparently it's like a very entertaining and it's a thing that they tried and then it was a super successful thing, got more people to watch. So I feel like the reason that that is so expensive is basically you get TV and live sports. And if anybody wants live sports that doesn't have YouTube TV or ESPN or anything like that, you get to go to Paramount. And then I think your demographic is different. This was the other thing yeah. I wanted to say. Yeah. You you said new movies. I don't think that that's the demographic because you're forgetting they also have whatever, like Peacock and Paramount have NCIS, Star Trek, all of these yes. like I do forget about Star Trek TV shows that people of upper well, ages or whatever demographic watches. And let me go. So this is a good point for me to kind of like list out what everybody has Content. here. So, Starting yeah. with Paramount, they they have Halo, they have every Star Trek, anything Star Trek. And I think yeah. it's also important oh, to damn. point out they greenlit four Star Trek shows after Paramount Plus debuted. Oh, damn. So that must be a moneymaker for them. Yeah. Everything Nickelodeon. Well, that's the only franchise uh, they got over there. Yeah. they And then if you're familiar with Yellowstone, they have a spinoff, the original series, and a new series, and then live sports. Uh, going back up, we're going to go to back to Netflix here. Look, you know Netflix. If you're listening to our podcast, I'm going to guess you're younger. And Netflix has always, it's always been there. Like, it's never it's not staple. been there. So I don't need to tell you everything, but I'm going to anyway, just to make sure we're on the same page. Stranger Things, Wednesday, Red Notice, Don't Look Up, Bridgerton, Bird Box. It has a ton of bangers that everybody, for some reason, has seen, whether they are good or not. That's not rest of development. Arrested Development. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, Disney Plus, you listen to our podcast, you know what's coming here. You got the Mickey Mouse stuff. You got princesses. You got superheroes. You got Jesus. Star Wars. And, and the Mandalorian. Geographic. Like, National Geographic. WandaVision. You got Bluey. I, I mean, this is, this is, you know what's there. HBO Max, this is, and Marcus already mentioned this. You got DC, Looney Tunes. Uh, we're talking about other stuff like The Matrix mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Game of Thrones. Anime. Uh, and yeah, they also have a really wide selection of anime um, and uh, Sesame yeah. Street. Yeah. Also, yeah, they have true. Sesame Street and Elmo stuff. So enjoy Fun that. Um, we're almost <laughs> we're almost at the end here. Peacock. Uh, look, anything NBC or Comcast, their big claim to the fame is is the office all the time, baby. All Strictly the time. office audible noises. <laughs> you got like the Fast and Furious you got Harry Potter. I don't know. It's a, it's weird what's on there. And then uh, we got Amazon Prime. You, you got the boys on there. Invincible, Marvelous Miss Maisel, mm-hmm. Fleabag, Lord of the Rings, most expensive show ever produced. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we got Apple TV. And this is kind of like the indie darlings, I feel like, is what it's turning mm. into. So you got Ted Lasso, Severance, For All Mankind, and last year's Oscar Award winning movie, Coda. So yeah. there you have it. That's kind of a quick rundown of where all this stuff is. That's where we're at. There you go. Also, Harry Potter bounces between uh, HBO Max and yeah, it's weird, but yeah, it bounces. Well, it's it's the same thing. How Friends is on HBO, but it's not on Peacock. It's it's Mm. yeah, like same thing with Seinfeld is technically on Netflix. And that's the other thing to consider is like 
through like syndication and ownership, some of these individual programs went certain places rather than yeah. where their, you know, their studio went, for mm. lack of a better phrase. So that's yeah. stuff there. Yeah, yeah, this is this is where I feel like we really talk like how Disney's really I mean, they're between their price point and their content, they have really cornered the market on a lot of different things and said, OK, mm -hmm. great. It's not going to be a full on fifteen dollars. Yeah, we're going to have just about everything you're looking for, unless and this is how I got roped into watching <laughs> it, unless you want to watch something super specific. Mm -hmm. Do right. you want to watch Jurassic Park? You got to go to Peacock for that. Yeah. Do you oh, want to yeah. watch? Do you want to go watch like, uh, you know, Black Adam? God, get HBO Max for that. <laughs> like, otherwise, you have to have a Prime account, like, yeah. or you have to at least have the Prime app so you can pay to rent the movie. And in that case, Ugh. you're kind of sort of using the other yeah. service anyway. So yeah. there's there's a lot there. Yeah, and we live. I mean, if I'm going content, I think Disney has it has it on lock. If I'm thinking yeah. content wise, it's hard to you, argue otherwise. When you open up the homepage and all of it's split between National Geographic, Star Wars, Marvel, <laughs> yeah. and I think there's like one other column I forgot what it is, but yeah. they own all of that. Yeah. So whether you yeah. can go up there and let's say you never watch anything in MCU ever in your life, you can watch right. Doctor Pimple Popper and fucking inbreeding a horse. <laughs> In National Geographic and got doing Disney Plus and never know the difference of Thor, Fat Thor in fucking Avengers Endgame. Like you would never know the difference. Like so, it's it's kind of like Disney has it beat when it comes to content. You want to go for a specific thing and you want to fall down a rabbit hole. That is where you want to rewatch all of the Marvel, like all Avengers from yeah. beginning to end, or, or all the '90s shows that you love. You can do that shit on Disney. I think that's so funny you bring that up, Marcus, and you make such a great point because it really does feel like they just sat around a table and they were like, okay, we got to have something for everybody. They're like, okay, well, we got superheroes yep. for the little kids and princesses for them. What about the adults? Uh, look, what's on National Geographic? That pimple popper lady. Yeah, put mm -hmm. her in there. Okay, what else? Uh, Chris Hemsworth, he'll like host a thing. Yeah, like yep. ladies love him. Um, like it's just, it feels like it is just so, it's appealing to that general middle of the audience which mm -hmm. I, I get it you're trying to make money and that's how you end up having all these like weird eccentric shows of how you can get and or which is like hey by the way fascism is bad and then you can flip the channel and jeff goldblum's like oh ice cream what is yeah. it you know like they really understand <laughs> having something for everybody is what makes you like <laughs> the go-to stream <laughs> Jeff Goldblum having an orgasm over ice cream. Oh, God. It was ice the hands. What do the I hands do? Did I don't know what to do with my Those hands in the ice Brian, cream. Brian stepped into Jeff Goldblum's yeah, skin yeah, yeah. and like did it like perfect. So that, that was butter, That incredible. butter pecan is like, well, fuck it, I'm not me that know what to do. That, that impression is brought to you by when like Disney Plus started. They didn't yeah. have anything. It was mm -hmm. like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Here's mm -hmm. this guy in a helmet. Like Kristen Bell was like, hey, do you know high school musicals? We're doing that, yeah. and then it was like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum being like, "I'm gonna walk around, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go do to weird things." And I was like, "What? What are these introduction yep. shows? Like, what is yeah. happening?" Anyway, he was on billboards. He was he on was. like, "This is yeah. like the amazing world," according to Jeff Goldblum. Like, he yes. was on billboards with like sprinkles, <laughs> and he was like, "I'm talking sprinkles." Like, <laughs> like what? Like, I'm talking also. Sprinkles. I think content wise, I think this goes back and kind of further cements my point about Peacock yeah. being the like Robin to HBO Max or Disney Plus's mm -hmm. Batman to a certain extent. 
they know, look, we're not going to get people who are going to want to pay $10 just to watch every season of, of the office mm-hmm. because some of them have them on DVD and they're like, well, I'll just yeah. watch those yep. again. Yep. Yeah. They are. We will be $5 because someone will get us plus something else. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, mm-hmm. that to me is a, if someone were like, Hey, you got Disney plus we we're going to give you an extra $5 to spend on a different streamer or, or put toward to one. I'd be like, just give me Peacock. Cause with the mm. movies that come through there and there, I mean, I watched Krampus that way at holiday time. Yeah. At Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. They had all of their like holiday episodes of every single show. So like, there was like a part of me that was like, this is worth it. Like this, yeah. this makes yeah. sense. Well, yeah. this, Here's what I'll say about Amazon Prime. I, I know we kind of dip in and out of it because it is also a shipping service. It is a shipping but, service. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I want to also consider it is also a central hub to stars and other types of stars type channels. Mm-hmm. So okay. when you want to watch like Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. you can watch that through star. Like you can go through the Amazon mm-hmm. app yep. and then like go to the different channels that you like. So I do want to yeah. think of like accessibility when I mean, like that's our next point of like, yes. Yeah. When you're going through Amazon, you can go through stars, click stars mm-hmm. to go and like watch whatever movies that come underneath stars, but it's still technically through Amazon. Is that an product. add-on though? It is. An add-on. An well, that's how my, that's how my dad and like how it is set up for my family. Got it. Sure. Okay. We go through Amazon and then he has like the stars app and then he has the this okay, app. And this, it. So it is like, it's it, it. I guess it could be its own thing, but that's how we have it set up. No, no, you're fine. I, I was yeah. just trying to make sure because I've seen it before and I wasn't sure if that was included or because I thought it was an add-on. If it's something I'm not using and I'm paying. No, for it, no, it's an add-on. It's it's an I, add-on I feel like sure. I feel like this is a good point too because <laughs> I know we're gonna have like commenters that are like, "You didn't do stars and Showtime mm-hmm. and you didn't cover this." Or, it's like, look, I get it. AMC There's or Shutter criterion collection i did not yes. do those and Jesus. include those I don't because they're either. just i don't think they're broad enough like they're, we're they're just too folk- they're too specialized brian it's like yeah, I, I agree not everybody's gonna the we pick the ones that everybody would go to mm-hmm. I, i'm sure that if we were like hey the one of our criteria is the best horror movie like where you can watch that it's like yeah we're gonna yeah. T- send you mm-hmm. to shutter for a reason yeah because it's a whole it's app devoted yeah. to well, spooky movies so and this is definitely we're trying to aim for like the general stuff like your yeah. average household person is choosing between these streaming services because most likely you don't have them all or if you do you're in like a syndicate with your right. family password sharing and netflix if you're listening i good allegedly luck. alleged yeah. password sharing nobody uh, password share no, no nobody does me, that netflix. here don't tread on me uh, also i just want to i just want to like go back i I'm so sorry. I'm so hooked on Dr. Pimple Popper, Marcus. I went back to National Geographic on Disney Plus. There's a bunch of weird stuff on there. It's like, a lot. We yeah. got Black Pharaohs, whole documentary on Black Pharaohs. We got Flag Makers. Hey, you want, I don't know, do you want uh, Underworld Incorporated or Mafia Confidential? We got you. How about Science of Stupid? Why not? I just, there's but this whole the problem of- is, Brian, to feed into your IX piece, some of that shit you can't even watch because yeah, you don't even know how to turn your goddamn parental controls to that's a true. different setting. This that's is a true. great segue. So I couldn't have done this I better. I'm glad myself. that I could watch a whole series on Black Pharaohs. I hope it's not TVMA because then too. Uh, up until about a week ago, I couldn't watch it. So- I don't know. If the, are the pharaohs black or is it like just black, like the color I- of black, like the people? 
No, like it's it's black. black. I don't don't know if this makes it better, but it's like Black Pharaoh's sunken (laughs) treasures. No, 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 no. Wait, I I, I'm just advertising for you here, Disney Plus. In modern day Sudan, they dig through ancient pyramids. That's black. Okay, I should watch this. I better don't get black in Sudan. Uh, yep. There there you go. Yeah, like it's a whole forty-eight minute thing. Anyway, <laughs> Same service that gives you. Gary would have been. This Gary is remembering been the dream. Yeah, this is right here. Yeah. Plymouth Rock didn't land on the Pharaohs. The Pharaohs landed on Plymouth Rock. Kyrie <laughs> would have been better off just watching this shit as opposed to going to Amazon. He would have been. He might have been okay. I, I mean, yeah. I, it's a whole. It's like a whole hidden empire. I, I, I just, I love yeah. it. I love it's just, And of course, Jeff Goldblum being like, "Hey, did you know that these fish can hop out of water?" <laughs> Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream. He's just, he's talking just about black Know what to do with his hands? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, let's go to usability, Doug. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about usability. Do you yeah. want to tell people what happened to you on Disney Plus? Because some people may not know what you're talking about. Yeah, they don't. Yes, let's go back. So I wanted to rewatch the original Daredevil, the Netflix Daredevil, which moved over because it's an it's a Marvel property. So and Netflix was like, "Yep, we'll produce it." And Marvel will help us. But then when they got their own streaming service, they went yoink and they pulled it off of Netflix and it just kind of hung off in no space for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it finally went into Disney Plus. The problem is, is that like Disney Plus defaulted me into the TV 14 parental control <laughs> setting. And I think oh, it probably did this for most everybody. people. It's well, anyway, I agree. well, I logged in and I start searching Daredevil and I'm like, OK, that's like every Spider-Man cartoon where he shows up. And <laughs> right. it's like okay i'll watch it i just i wanted this is not what i was looking that's not what i was looking for um and so i googled it and they're like yeah you need to unlock your disney plus and mm. change your parental <laughs> control settings to tvma or otherwise yeah. punisher luke cage daredevil like all of it just won't show up and so i was like oh okay so but you can't you can't change it from the app you have to log in on mm. a website to change it and then that's log wild. back into the app to make sure that the changes took place. And there's a part of me of like, wait, what? Like, why? (laughs) You know why? why. You know why? Well, yeah, because kids will, kids will change. Yeah, parental controls. (laughs) But, and also the feed on my Disney plus, like continue watching is like fucking surreal. It's like bluey, like it's, it's like bluey Encanto, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right? Daredevil, <laughs> like, like some bloody image of a superhero yep. on the yep. screen. It's like, oh, we better watch some more stuff. Bury that couple, bury that a little bit, huh, kids? So yeah, that's right. They don't have a remove from continue watching no. feature. That's no. right. That yeah. means you could, in a parent, like if you were really worried and you told, well, right, like whoever your kid, and you said, like, hey, don't watch this it's violent and you log into your disney plus like that son of a bitch watch it like it's <laughs> mm-hmm. right there like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to know that they watched it yeah. yeah algorithm's gonna try to serve you up like <laughs> mickey mouse fight club or something like that oh, it's like oh you right. like daredevil and mickey i would actively watch that television That's program. hilarious because Goofy strikes me as the most dangerous one of the bunch. Oh, oh he is. No, he's Goofy's gonna loose. lay you out. Yeah. Like he's just he's just gonna be like, oh, yeah. you good. Yeah. You talk to me like what? You're ready like, to die. You know, <laughs> you know Goofy's a psychopath because he he's a dog owning another dog. And so like yeah. I already feel like he's off. Yeah, like, he's I a little agree. Bit off kilt. He he sees Pluto like with a leash and he's mm-hmm. just like, This is fine. Yeah. He's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, he's a I psychopath. Agree. 
I, I agree. Um, yeah, because Netflix, going back to going back to Netflix, that's slavery, they allow ladies you, and gentlemen. I'm just gonna say for that those, feels for a little Uncle listening. Tommy for yeah, me. That's, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy MLK Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happy, 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 happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> New season of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is going to be Pluto being like, wait a minute. It's going to be him gathering up all the other yep. animals, birds. And yep. It's going to yep. be like, what if we burned it all we down? Yeah, we they, need you know, to unite. And it's going to be like, all, it's like a Jordan Peele, like when they he makes all the good songs, slow music. It's hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> Oh, have no. it washed out creepy yeah mm-hmm. i'd watch that i'd watch yeah, that too. i'd be oh, almost on pluto side like come on with, he's what's, with what's a up? beat to the next episode underneath it yeah <laughs> i love that i love that uh to veer us way back on Please, track brian we'll bring us back, back to that show later that's the first time that brian has been the one to bring us back on. yeah track no that doesn't usually happen <laughs> this is hilarious. a good change of pace really this funny. is right with the that's world I, like great. all i'm saying is that i appreciated when netflix was like hey do you want to remove this from your continue watching and i was like yes yeah. it only took you like five years because i don't want to keep looking at the same movie i was like nah i'm good i don't want to finish this mm-hmm. but netflix is like yeah you it. do and it's like i've told you no and it's like okay well (laughs) it's gonna be here so anyway i feel like netflix is like the king of usability i like i feel like it's really hard to get around that i still hate wait wait what's up netflix is the king of what of usability usability. of Of like like, good usability yes oh like when i think of my streaming experience i think of netflix as like i know how to navigate it i know how to get to what i want and it's not it's the least annoying which is a bad metric the only Mm. gripe i have with the netflix interface is that they change and i hate it so much netflix changes where they put the ribbons of like continue watching or your list or new stuff they change it every time and it's like i own a home and someone comes into my home every day and moves the furniture and all i want to do is sit down in my chair and continue watching but no netflix is like hey check out this new couch and it's like netflix shut up i just want to sit in my chair and it's like oh it's it's over here it's like i told you to stop and they're like well we just really want you to try out the new couch it's like i told you i just bought my stuff where it is so that's my only gripe well Brian, and not that to mention intense. that it's that's because <laughs> that's because Netflix is getting off on variety. Like they know they're not gonna like you are not going to it's Netflix for old reliable. No, like you're right. not saying, like, oh, did you like this? You're gonna come back every single mm-hmm. time for just that. They're like, Man, Yeah, are you ready to spill spin the wheel of random shit you yes. watch? Honestly, yeah. Yes. You spin that wheel every time you show up. So it's not even Brian that they like they shift around your furniture, <laughs> they shift around the fucking rooms of your house. Mm-hmm. You walk in the front door and you're like, Why am I in a bathroom? Mm-hmm. Because anything can happen. We're Netflix. Well, like, that's why they cancel i mean i'm surprised they're still around with the amount of shows that they cancel after one to two seasons oh my gosh and then like but they're still around because you're right i think netflix is like attaching themselves onto that you could find a hidden gem amongst all of this shit and then next thing you know a tv show randomly blows up on tiktok because everybody's like recommending this random thing and then everybody watches it and becomes the number one trend on netflix I yep. have to disagree with accessibility. <clears throat> Please do. I, I, w- I think I would either say an unpopular opinion, 
HBO Max or Disney Plus, and I'm really leaning more towards Disney Plus. Okay. The reason I don't say HBO, the reason I can say HBO Max is I don't have a problem with the fast forward feature or anything because I okay. don't use that feature. Once I start some shit, I sit the remote <laughs> down. So Marcus it, is committed. Yeah, like I'm just like, all right, boom, let's press play. If I need yeah. to rewind, I'm kind of like, okay, one tap, I'm pretty good, whatever the case, cool. But I okay. think if I'm thinking accessibility on how to find the shit that I want to watch, yeah. Disney Plus has it into the tiers already. It has everything labeled yeah, as suit. Your 90s point. favorites. Here's all Spider-Man. Here's all mm. X-Men. Here's all Avengers in chronological yeah. order of what you're supposed to watch. To me, I think it's Disney Plus that is the most easily accessible and easy to like move around and find the shit. If I want raised black voices in Disney Plus, yeah. there's a problem where it'll show me everything that includes a black person in it. That's and to point. me that's a lot easier and i think hbo max does the same thing when it comes to its tiers it'll do one thing i like about hbo max is it'll do like a celebrity special where it's like here is so and so's top picks or it's sagittarius season here's all the sagittarius movies that came out through this year if you were born and that's pretty cool damn that's kind of like wild as shit you know what i'm saying and so i I think it's between those two for me you're convincing me i'm gonna take a step back because that's a really good point and i do like how they have the five buckets of like look are you here for star wars are Mm -hmm. you here for net like what are you here for like Mm -hmm. it it usually fits one of the five buckets or the banner image is the thing you want to watch right like it's pretty that's why i hate that's why i hate netflix because when i go to netflix it's I'm overstimulated with the amount of shit that is on there. And then it starts randomly playing the trailers (laughs) loud as hell. And I still don't know how to turn the shit off. And I'll just, I tell you, I scroll like three movies and then I'm annoyed by the fact that the previews are playing early. And then I just exit out the app and I go back to whatever else I know. I can help you. Like I'll legit be on the phone with you. Cause like I had to turn that off because it was so obnoxious. One time I got like a marching band documentary at the end of like some show I was watching and I was like I don't usually do this but I'm not going out of my way to turn this especially if I'm emotionally like if I I watch something oh real steel I was like crying because real steel was like such a good fucking movie (laughs) with a dad and a son and I'm in like tears at the end of the movie and next thing I know some about like it was some some loud as shit came on racing like Formula One racing documentary, and, it, and I'm like, well, that kind of took me out Thanks of the for vibe. taking me out of it. Netflix, fuck. I, yeah. I think the other thing that, and I think this is a good point. Netflix does is eventually going to have to come to come to terms with this. Like, it's got to figure out its cancellation. Like, <sighs> you, some of these shows are so popular, and then they're like, yeah. We just decided not to do it anymore because after a week, people stopped watching. And again, it goes I, back to that. Like, yes. if you're not going to spend this much room in your kitchen, we're going to switch it out for the room yep. that you're going to spend a lot of time in. Like, yep. it just doesn't make any sense. It, it, so I found a really good and I'm going to try to I'll try to send, uh, reference it in our episode description. I don't want to lose my train of thought. So Mm-mm. check it out there. Someone was tweeting about this uh, about a week or two ago. about like, hey, like, why are all these shows seeming to be canceled after like two weeks even Mm -hmm. and it might have something to do with like the writers guild contract they negotiated like in the early 2010s and like the sum sum of this is that essentially if if a show doesn't reach a certain audience on streaming the netflix is worried like they're gonna have to pay residuals to all these people and if you're not familiar with residuals this is the money that creators get 
after their show gets syndicated or after it reaches a certain like episode count, essentially. And you just keep getting paid for it forever. And so to avoid paying that out, Netflix will cancel a series if it's not like bonkers profitable. That's the theory. And I think it makes sense because those margins are becoming a bit tighter. So unless you have like a bomb going off of like popularity, you don't want to pay those residuals. And I think that's why we're seeing all these shows cancel, which is totally, by the way, a terrible strategy long term Mm, because you don't get anybody invested and you're going to get to a point where people aren't even going to watch the first season of anything because they're like, well, they're going to cancel it anyway. Right. But what about yeah. Lost in Space? Like, I've been waiting on that show for goddamn six years, like literally about four to five years. I forgot Is that show it. over now? Like, it, it took three so. years between seasons. And I don't know if they were trying to age people up or it just took that long. But that was the last series that I waited for. That and Umbrella Academy. Those were the last two series. Like, if y'all know me, if you've been listening to the podcast, I don't really yep. do series. I don't no, really like watch. I don't really like series no, unless it's years from now where all the episodes are out and I can like yep. go on my own rabbit hole and everybody's not talking about it. But <clears throat> um, that was the last series that I waited on was Lost in Space, and then mm. they just canceled it. Like ran and like that was it. They only did like three seasons. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just I'm just not a f- super fan of of Netflix. Well, and not to mention honest. not to mention it scorns like it's re- it scorns it's like the people it's working with because Brittany That's and true. I were really big into a show called Mind Hunter, which was about like, oh my yeah, it was such a phenomenal program. Like, and eventually they were like, yeah, we just can't get the writer to keep committing to it, and he was like, yeah, because I got other stuff I want to do. Like, right. stop, like get off my back about it. And essentially their format of like, we have something hot. You have to keep turning out stuff until it's not hot. And a deal. And they want to know that they're going to do four series at like seasons and then they're done. And that's what Netflix saying. It's a season by season basis limits its ability to really work with people to create long-term like contracts. Well, and I, I, what's curious, I know we're talking about usability and now we're just like laying no, on Netflix, but that's okay. Uh, okay. I, I feel like it's going to be really curious what happens in 10 years when we have an entire generation that, that had mm. Netflix as the main go-to. I grew mm. up on network and cable TV mm-hmm. and I feel like we're, I'm just curious how this is going to translate because you're looking at like Netflix is trying to play this like serotonin roulette of, of like television and movies. And I feel like I get it. Like the algorithm is driving what is successful, but I feel like what ends up happening then is you just kind of get these things that are like, not doesn't feel like it's made by a human. If that makes Mm. any Mm. sense, like it's algae. I mean, right? Like, and it just, it, it feels like, I don't know, like you get stuff like Mindhunter and you get stuff like Stranger Things that feel authentic. And I'm sure Wednesday feels the same way, but for every one of those, you're getting five shows or five yeah. movies that just kind of feel like an AI put in like a script generator, or like it's mm. a script generator AI. Don like, Cheadle did know. it. Don Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle, Space Jam 2. And I feel like that's that's how we got some of the Netflix movies I can't I can't name at the moment that are just not yeah. the I best. A, I have a um, so, yeah. I have, I have a quick thought <clears throat> before we move on. Um, I'm thinking about who, what app is accessible price-wise mm-hmm. for different demographics. So if mm. I'm thinking about my college students, oh yeah, they have to pick what app they have, assuming that they pay for it or they're yep. logged into somebody else's. 
Yep. Which of these do you think they most likely have out of the list of streamers? I have a I have a guess, but I kind of want to see what you think. Because I can tell you what I think it is just off of socials, like social media, the app that my timeline talks about the most. Yeah, is, it's Dem- Netflix. I was going to say demographic yeah. wise, I feel like it's probably Netflix. It's Netflix. I think because you have more of a variety, they're sharing things. Yep. When Dahmer came out, everybody talked yes. about Dahmer. I yes. do not see the same uh, a volume of people talking about The Last, Last of Us. And mm-hmm. when I, even when I post about um, Power Rangers, everybody was like, yeah. what app is this on? What app What what app is Power Rangers? I'm like, HBO Max, HBO Max, HBO Max. Yep. But when I, you post about something that's on Netflix, like Matilda, nobody asks me about no. like where Matilda <laughs> was on like what app it's on because they already have it. They already yeah. kind of know that. So I'm thinking like when it comes to demographics and like accessibility of like price point, you know, assuming mm-hmm. they're not logged into their parents' profiles or whatever the case may be. I feel like a lot of younger people just have yes. Netflix because it gives them a variety of random shit to just kind of watch. Meanwhile, 100%. I feel like if you ask people who like are Brian and I's age, at least from the people in our area that are like that 30 to 40 age it has range, to be Disney Plus. It's either Disney Plus if they kid yeah. have kids. If they don't have kids, they're gonna try and find any way that they can stream anything Yellowstone mm. or Yellowstone oriented gotcha. because yeah. that seems to be the only thing that people in my <laughs> stratosphere want to talk about. And I, it's, I mean, not, I don't know what the fuck I've watched. You know what happened to me? We watched the 1883 version, which is how they get from El Paso, Texas to Yellowstone. Oh, except for 1883. And it's the most depressing thing because it's life on the old West. Yeah. Like, like, hey, we traveled from El Paso. Uh, we've made it like a hundred miles. How many people died? Like 30, Rick. Yeah. There were snakes. Yeah. There's a fucking buffalo, and we had to cross a river. A lot of people died. And somebody like, just got somebody oh just my. got diarrhea. That was oh it. That's my. how they died. Yeah. With diarrhea. That's God. it. The Oregon yeah, you're a goner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, you you fell down a small ditch. Sorry, you got a sprained ankle. You can't walk. Get out of here. Meanwhile, these six people showed up with guns. They took three women and two kids, and we don't know where they are anymore. Yeah. What a sad story. That's how life used to be. Terribly depressing. So when Brittany was like, "We should watch Yellowstone," I said. I'm all set. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to do that. Um, um I, I did want to mention one other thing really quickly. Yeah. It's UX it. related because yes. we've been talking about like accessibility. So I think it's important. I have this from a website called uxdesign.cc. So I think Love it's it. like a blog. Um, and they did a review of and ranked the apps that had the best like audio closed captioning mm. audio services, like important where they could point. transcribe it as well as closed captioning. So in terms of like the top three, four um, audio descriptions, the top three are Apple TV plus hmm. Disney plus and yep. HBO max for Apple TV or, or like audio closed captioning. So that way they would describe what's happening to people who, um, yeah, who need that um, for closed captions. So like text versions, Disney plus is first Netflix is second HBO max is third. And what they did is they actually like put together the size that they like would transcribe it to. So like on this website and I'll include it in the show notes, they actually said like, this is how big and how legible it Hmm. is on a scale of one to five. HBO max is small and their words be wrong. Sometimes that's why it's three, but the one that lost on all of these is actually uh prime video was the worst for accessibility pieces. Yeah, that that doesn't, I mean, it's because honestly, and I, I I get on that train because 
everything on that app feels like an afterthought. It really yeah. just feels yeah. like it's somebody's part-time job. I know it's not, but it really <laughs> feels like it, it's like a part-time job. Like, oh, I totally forgot to update Amazon Prime today. I am so, uh, I don't know. Here's like this, uh, this Raptor Pastor movie put on Amazon Prime. Uh, like with like, the exception, and they have one really hard worker, and he's the one doing <laughs> Invincible, and he's the yeah. one doing like he's just, um, he's just the boys in the basement. He's like, just like none oh. of you are doing anything to help me. I fucking hate this job. Like, and, mm-hmm. just... <laughs> and they just keep popping in. Like, hey, uh, so the boys, how's that doing? Oh, it's like one of our most popular shows. Huh. All right, we're gonna do spinoffs of that. Oh, um, mm-hmm. maybe no. No, that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna do. Okay, like just yeah. no input. They just keep pushing the stuff. Meanwhile, out Jeff there. Bezos rolls into his like biannual <laughs> meeting. And he's like, "I spent eight million dollars an episode on Lord of the Rings," and they're like, mm-hmm. "Why did you do that?" He's like, "Cause my son likes it." <laughs> okay, like. It's like it's, Amazon Prime feels like it's being run as a family business, and like the the, the, the youngest <laughs> child is the one actually. It's Arrested Development, basically. It's the plot of Arrested Development is. is running Amazon Prime streaming right now. Well, if we're thinking, Amazon is. Music is also kind of the same way too. Like it, it's, I, it's just, I don't I know. The only streaming service for a while, music wise. I'm wow. glad that you upgraded your life. Me I did. Too. I went to I went to Spotify. Yeah, yeah I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good. I'm proud uh, of myself. Yeah, the only thing I wanted to just uh, not lose here is Hulu. When Hulu did their redesign like a year ago, I don't get it. It's not for me. And like, I'm a visual guy, but it's like, bland it's, as shit. It, I don't know who it's for, and I don't know if they're like, we need to be hip and more colorful. And it's like, that's great. I can't find anything. Like, it just kind of feels like I'm stuck in like a like a restaurant but there's these really colorful streamers everywhere it's like i just want to get to my table and like there's a waitress that's like oh would you like to check out the lobster tank it's like no i'm just i'm trying to get back to the table <laughs> watch predator or whatever Can i sit at like, that table no that that table is only if you have the tv subscription <laughs> on too you have to sit that's, over there the it's our premium table. subscriber table that's the Sorry. premium the only table. thing on there is family guy because simpsons is now on disney plus yeah well and all the fx shows because and all yeah, the FX that's how i watched shows. atlanta which and then okay. and then if you really like dateline oh yeah Dateline's on that's there i mean if there's you, if you really tales on there i mean i, I stopped watching that shit, that shit somebody in our house yes somebody in our house loves to watch did you know that in Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> Dave Winwood was shot by four teenagers in a mall, and he still hasn't been prosecuted? Someone. <laughs> Who is the someone? Is it Harrison? It's not me, and my children don't watch it. <laughs> so let me get... Okay. All right. So the Britney test. The Britney test is okay. doesn't have something that is real life, preferably okay. about a homicide. Or Elvis. And is easily or Elvis and is easily accessible. Mm. Got it. Not Elvis it. so much, but like, does it have something that is real life? Yeah. And there is a homicide involved. Britney's like, no joke. And I love her to death and I'm not making fun. But one of the things that happens is like, I'll go to bed because I'll have to get up early in the morning, go to the gym and coach or just go work out or whatever. And she's like, okay, good night. And I can hear the like the 50, <laughs> like the four, like the 2020 theme music come on. And yep. then, like, I get up to go pee 20 minutes later, and she's just out on the couch. Like, it's just yep. one of those things that, like, yep. that's Hulu. That's what Hulu's for, I guess. 
It's got an audience. That's the thing. These apps are still surviving. I guess that that's yeah, they're mean. surviving and thriving. That's, that's the thing. I feel like, and I just feel like Hulu's like always on the cusp of being like the premium streamer because they get next day stuff. Be. It just always feels like they like turbo fumble the bag with whether it's like user design, whether it's the stuff they're choosing to produce or even promote. And it's just like, oh yeah, like you're almost there. Maybe one day, but Remember not today. Remember how excited we were about like the Fox acquisition from Disney Plus? Oh we my were like, gosh. Right. Oh man, you know what's going to happen? All that like dark edgy <sighs> stuff is going to go to Hulu. And even they were like, nah, not to Hulu. <laughs> yeah. not, not all of it, no. <laughs> they said, we'll, we'll figure it out, but it's not going there. That's we were all like, hey, name. no Moon Knight? Like there's no way Moon Knight's on Disney Plus. Like, no, that's... That's no, where it's going to go. That's where it's going to go. I that's... do think it's weird that we got to see Moon Knight beat the hell out of somebody before like Predator happened. I do think yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I think that's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not a exec, so who knows? Very strange. Very anyway, strange. Predator beating the hell out of somebody. <clears throat> Let's transition to our favorite streamers. So basically, uh, one way I thought we could wrap up this segment um, is, is essentially... The, the first question, if you can only choose one of these streamers, like what are you choosing or recommending? And then my second question is going to mm. be um, for HBO Max and Netflix. They seem really overpriced. What would they need to do like either like movie or show wise to earn that type of price or what should they be priced at? So those are my two questions I, I want us to end with here. Okay, I think. I'm going to start with what is the, the best streamer. If sure. I have to keep one, is that the question? Yeah. If, if you got to choose one. If I have to keep one, I'm going to keep up with Disney Plus yeah. right now because that has all of my interest. And anything yep. that will come out will eventually come to Disney Plus. Quantumania will yes. eventually. Mm. The, all the things I watch and keep up with will eventually end up on this platform. So yes. for me, and it's 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 diverse enough that I can fall into these like these different tiers. Even if I'm not interested in that, I can go to National Geographic. I can go to Star yep. Wars. There's something for me. There was yep. that week when it was like Marvel, Star Wars were like coming out. Like there was oh, yeah. like, so it's something dropping every day. Excuse me. So I think Very I would good. keep that. Um, yeah. If you're asking me what does HBO Max and Netflix need, Netflix needs to better categorize their yes. shit. Yes. And they need some consistency in the things that they decide to keep. Like, okay, you did great signing Wednesday to a mm-hmm. second season because of how popular it is. But how do you determine the shit that I like versus the shit that I don't like? And how do you right. determine which star? Like, I think Netflix may need more stars on board with netflix mm. to bring like they were doing good with just bringing hey i'm the rock and this movie is <laughs> yeah. specifically coming to only netflix but then it kind of seemed like they got away from that and i don't know if it's because yeah. they fucking everybody over hbo max <laughs> just needs to honestly i think they need to bring their price down i don't know what they can do yeah i agree to add to to justify the price point i agree yeah i would say i'm gonna give you two answers for which one is the best streamer Done. I think if I'm a, I know I'm doing what I want. Um, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm a parent, such a bad boy. If I'm a parent, no, my answer's the same. I think okay. if I had to pick one, it's Disney Plus. Many of the same yeah. reasons that Marcus listed. A lot of the stuff that I personally love, well, is going to be is already there or is going to go there. Yeah. Um, but as but putting the, like the parental lens on it, it's a home run. Like it's yeah. any. 
Like if, Hey, did you like this Pixar movie? Yeah, we got that. You can watch that yep. until you don't want to watch it anymore. Um, yeah. Do you want to watch home alone on repeat eight times at Christmas time? You can do that. Like we don't recommend it for anyone, <laughs> but we rec- you can do that. Like if you want to, um, yeah. Netflix has to figure out how it's going to restrict how it signs people like including writers and producers to deals. I don't want to have the fear of falling in love with something only yep. 10 episodes later for mm-hmm. it to be stripped away. Yep. Sandman is a great example. Oh. Sandman is a fantastic show. It is one of the best comic book adaptations yeah. of a show that I've ever watched. And the thing that pissed me off to no end is they got to the season finale that people were like, I'm watching it. What's going to go on? And Neil Gaiman, who's the writer, he was like, you need to keep watching it. <laughs> Jeez. That's, because that's, the way that gross. your algorithm works, because two, two weeks after premiere date, he was like, this is how they factor that in. And if people stop watching, yeah. you know, two, three weeks later, like it's a problem. And so I was like, oh, okay, well then I'll space out how I watch the show. Oh so my gosh. I might be able to feed the algorithm better. Hate but it. that means that I'm actively not binging, which is yeah. the whole reason why you have Netflix. That's yes. one of its selling points is, do you not want to have to wait week to week like Disney yep. Plus? Show up. We got everything. Yep. Don't worry about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I had to space it out. I it's also more homework. Like, that's yeah, it's more homework. Yeah, it's more homework. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't want to have to I mean, do that much homework. Gr- now, with that grotesque. show, it was like, that show's heavy. Like, every yeah. episode has a ton mm-hmm. going on. So right. it made sense to space out. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, not everybody wants to do that. Like, some of your comedies, you don't want to have to do that, which, because who would? Um, <laughs> and then HBO Max. I think HBO Max needs to, they have too many bars like at the top so like at the top it's like what's new then it's continue watching and then there's like six other like little bars and it's like the (laughs) for you it's things that you saved and then it's like yeah eh, maybe like what other people are watching and i get the like social element of it but i have social media and can see from there what my friends are watching because many of them are sharing it like i don't need that one there so i maybe would remove some of the bears so i can get bars so i can get down to some of the other stuff i'd also take your hubs and i'd make it somewhere easily accessible at the top so if i want to go to dc i can don't put it off yeah yeah don't just seriously no Mm. one's gonna be mad like Mm -mm. no one is gonna be like i'm mad it looks like disney plus yeah it doesn't even have to Put the stuff that you pick me up from watching <laughs> yeah. at, up at the top. I think that's perfect. But underneath it, just put your hubs so I can get there quicker. Right. And then I think Marcus brings up a great point. F- f- that's it's a lot. Like it's, it's too a much. lot. Like it's too it much. should come down closer to thirteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I echo a lot of what what you all are saying. I think I, and I do the same thing, Doug. I'm a parent. Disney Plus is the home run. Uh-huh. And if I had to choose one, I'm still missing out a lot on Netflix, but. At the same time, I can also like go back to like an old, old Disney movie and I know it's uh-huh. gonna hold up and yep. watch that if I can't. But I'm never in that situation because their model right now is like, hey, we got something new. Like every week, you want new Star Wars every week? Great, we got that. You want new Marvel every week? There was a point last year where I think it was only like six weeks where we didn't get a new Marvel thing. That's wild. Yep. Yeah. So I, and, and Daredevil is coming. Good. Yeah. <laughs> And Brian, oh, to help geez. you and to help you out, Brian, sure, I would cancel Netflix before I cancel HBO Max. Oof! Wow. Yeah, I'd same. I agree. Oh man. I agree. Yeah, 
I mean, I think if I was if I if I was no kids, I I still think it would be really tough. But like HBO Max definitely enters that conversation because like I am an older dude and mm-hmm. I like having more of that premium like yep. content that is definitely geared more towards like oh you like you like movies mm-hmm. okay we got you like that's <laughs> oh, you kind of what like, it feels like you like like movies oh like you like getting into it all right cool yeah. here's this you know here's this show succession about people just hating each other there's no protagonist enjoy um you know so i just feel like i feel like that enters the equation and i feel like hbo max because they don't have that wide enough appeal like that price has yeah. to come down and like that's the reason yeah. i think some people will leave that service and i think for netflix uh i just feel like it just needs to have more transparency because mm-hmm. i just want to know like i want to know how many people watched your stuff mm-hmm. like at least if you're going to yeah. be canceling stuff at least tell me like what the threshold is like and I know that only benefits them. It doesn't really like I get it. Them keeping the numbers benefits Netflix. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to get invested in something if only like 20,000 people watch it. And I think you're going to ax it. Um, I've, I've also always thought that Netflix should have a meme generator within the Netflix app on mobile. Like, I, oh, I think that's yeah. hilarious. That's but that's just me. Um, um, but yeah. That's 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 our state of the streamers, folks. Any any final words or comments? I am shocked that there is no company that is offering these streamers a reliable way to figure out who's watching and for how long. It is so subjectively different per streaming service on how they report their data that there is no industrialized standard. That No statistician has been like, stop doing it yourself. (laughs) Send it over here. Yeah. We don't know want to know who, but well, just send me your data and I will compare well, it on the, a like. Parrot, so there's a thing called Parrot Analytics, but it's it's like it, it, it's a metric. It's not actual data. And then right. Nielsen has something. I was thinking Nielsen. But it's like super – it's like six or seven weeks after it really well, remember, happens. Nielsen is – it's based on families reporting, so it's it's designed to be a cross-reference of the population. But right. you, know, that's, you have a, you know, a surveying bias or what have you. Yeah. Especially with streamers, because there's a price point. Like, yeah, can HBO Max be a cross section of America at fifteen dollars <laughs> a month for its service? Well, I think maybe, that's what gives not. that's what gives the streamers. If you if a company comes along that does that, it then takes away the company's freedom to price at whatever point yep. they deem necessary. Yeah, right. Because if the numbers came out and everybody's like. Hey y'all, here are y'all numbers, and here are y'all really realistically non non biasly ranking. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, you can't rank this shit at fifteen. You got to be a twelve dollar tier because nobody's yeah. watching your shit." Granted, I do like to go back. I think HBO Max, if if it, if David Zasloff is the guy that I think he is, right? He's, he's price pointing that where it is in preparation for what's about to happen. Because once the merger happens, the new name comes along, HBO Max. He's not price pointing 15, 16 for HBO Max. He's doing it for Warner Warner Discovery Plus. And like all the people's favorite HGTV, all that shit that we talked about earlier when they did the early announcement of these new shows, the demographics that he wanted of the 50 and up people that were watching shit. Like all their shows are going to stop streaming could possibly like go directly to this app and people are going to yeah. pay that price point. And that's what I think he's preparing. He's preparing for DC 
to blow the fuck sure. up within the next two years or whatever the case may yeah. be, whenever they fix it. He's preparing for all of this shit. So then everybody's going to want to hop on when Last of Us gets called for season two and everybody's <laughs> like, well, the first season was yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he's prepping for. He's like, I raised it now so I don't have to raise it later. Yeah, and then they Versus, do those discounts sure. and shit like after where they're like, if you get this now, you get discounted $3 off for the next three months or HBO Max or they do some shit like that. So I don't know. I do have one final thing, and sure. it was something Marcus said in the chat. And Marcus made the point of, "I really just want to go back to cable, and I want to, I want to be on the opposing. We should never go back to cable, and because cable had a such an unrealistic monopoly on how oh, it yeah. did business regionally. Once you signed a contract." They were like, we got your money. We don't fucking owe you, you a, a thing. And especially since the company started also issuing IPs and like how you signed up for your own internet, they were like, we're going to bundle this together. Is it a yeah. discount? Not really. Like it's $5 mm. off maybe total. And you've signed a two-year agreement. And if you want to leave early, sorry, you're still going to pay us. Right. Like, so- Damn. I never want to go back, not from the content perspective, because I think you make mm -hmm. a valid point. If you put it all in one place, at what point in time do we go back? It still equips consumers to be far better off than they were under cable because I can cancel it. And there's no yeah. like, hold on, I don't have to cajole and call yeah. and be like, oh, it's just I really don't like it. And they're like, are you sure? We'll give you a discount. No, I just I don't want it. Like you could just be like, cancel, pause hey, subscription. Yeah, it's in your yeah, hands. it's just easier. But I th I see the point of like what point in time after you know let's see yeah uh, that's thirty dollars for the top two that's forty three oh, all in a, around that's coming soon yeah all, all in you're seventy two dollars plus or minus yeah. if, without doing yeah. the hard math like and at that point you're paying the same that you were for mm -hmm. cable. It's just for some reason, the ability to cancel it at any time and it's on demand and I can go back and watch all seasons of Dr. Pimple Popper whenever I want. I don't have to wait for it to be programmed. Makes it much easier. Jeff Goldblum bakes a cake. Yeah. A show I would watch. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum pops a pimple. Oh, oh, there's the crossover. Everyone's Wow. Now, do you just keep poking it, or do you, do you, just, yeah. you just you just step back? Yeah. Um, At what point in time do we use the gauze? <laughs> I I feel like one of the one of my final things here is like I just I feel like we're at a tipping point of like mm. people are understanding how to do streamers, and now we're getting with like with this recession happening or inflation, however you want to phrase it people are going to be making these decisions of which ones mm -hmm. to keep. And I feel like your Netflixes and your HBO maxes and maybe your Disney pluses. I feel like they're going to be in the target range here a little bit, because I think people also are like, I, I can't, I'm not going to keep paying $16 a month just to like rewatch Superman. Like I, something's mm -hmm. got to give. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like you're going to start seeing some of those shifts. And I'm curious if that means lower prices or if they're going to go the other way and just be like, oh, we've got more dynamic films and TV shows or you get a I don't know, you can change your avatar to something exclusive. I don't know. I feel like that's the next wave of what's coming for how the streamers try to stand out. I feel like they're going to try to do this prestige thing. But 
I feel like this is we're going to hit the peak here pretty soon. It's we're going to hit the top of a line that goes up and it's going to start going down again. Mm-hmm. So from a from a simple macroeconomic perspective. Oh, wow. The the reason why we saw such an explosion with covid was because demand was through the roof. Sure. And they were like, boy, howdy, do we have the supply for you? <laughs> It was like, we're going to make it. Remember, that's when everybody was like, we're going to make all of this much cheaper. Or that was the height of like the Disney Plus pushing their bundle of like, do you want Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus? Mm -hmm. And then in 2022, when we started to scale back some stuff from like the pandemic and stuff opened up, that bundle became less available. Mm -hmm. And that was because people didn't want to pay it because they could go out into the world again. So I think what we're more than likely going to see like macro level wise is what happens with people's demand for this type of stuff. Right. And I think if the world continues trending health wise, where more stuff opens up and people go back outside again. Yeah. I think we will start to see demand start to dip a little bit. And some of these streamers are going to have to come to bet with that because once money gets tight and demand gets low, people are going to start, cutting their cutting their costs and saying like it's just not there <laughs> we're just we're gonna get a red notice from netflix every That's month true. it's just yeah. it's just it's gonna become a monthly series and mm-hmm. they're just gonna brian they're pushing. gonna be there are mm-hmm. going to be services that throw money at this problem oh, yeah. a lot of money they just say i signed dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> to do a series where he just blows shit up mm-hmm. every episode is 10 million dollars oh my gosh Doug, you're willing this it. into existence you're manifesting mm-hmm. this and that's what this is and he'll have a different guest on every time and it'll the last episode is yeah. kevin hart and that's that's it'll, the it'll, last episode of that it'll be on disney it won't be on hbo max because he absolutely shit him well they yeah, their relationship is shit now it'll be yeah, on disney I, it's totally going to be a National Geographic mm-hmm. science thing. They're going to try to science the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like, hey, I'm The Rock, and we're going to blow up this car today. Mm-hmm. And we got, you know, enter, like, the latest teen pop sensation. He's like, how are you feeling about blowing up this car? And oh, then there's one there's one That's scientist. It. And I also have Dr. Colin Stevens from the uniform from Harvard <laughs> University. It's going to talk to us about centripetal force. Yep. Take it yep. away, Dr. Stevens. Yep. He's like, well, actually, he's like, cool, nerd. Let's blow it up. Like, that's that's what this shit's going to be. Like, yeah. it is, It's going to be called Rock Versus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. We are, we are manifesting. Like, yeah. If this it's, shows up, yeah. I, I'm going to be a little upset. I might <laughs> I, well, then I'm going to be happy because someone's listening to the podcast. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, Johnson, I hate how much sense this write this and, and help help you we know it. you want payback we know you are still in a <laughs> wwe mindset and you are a heel against the damn wb and warner brothers discovery we understand Embrace you want it. payback and you and kevin feige are cooking something up behind the scenes i know it you son we'll of a bitch it. i know you like the back of my hand and, and something's gonna come out and the rock is gonna be on disney plus with some type of short limited series like they yep. did kind of chris hemsworth and it's either gonna be super serious or super fun and it's it's there's yep. no in between. Uh, no, and I think I think Doug's idea of he just blows something new up oh, every time sure. with uh-huh. the latest like sure. flavor of the week, you know, or like they get the corn kid or whatever. Like yeah, it's gonna know. be some like that type of show. He's like, hey, you want to blow up this silo of corn? He's like, 
yeah, like it, it's buttery, you know, like I yeah. feel like that's yeah. yeah, if this happens, I feel like we need a check or we got to we got to put a label on our we've podcast been right this whole time we predict it. I, I mean, or or you go the other way with it and it's a like it's a fitness show yeah. hosted by The Rock where he just does squat <laughs> thrusts on the pavement and he's like, whichever celebrity quits first. They don't win, but the last one standing gets oh $10 million dollars to their charity and a chance to blow up this school bus. <laughs> I like oh. how the explosive element it still stands. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know Jeff Goldblum's going to be there. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Jeff, I'm going to start Steve squatting. Carell, uh, what do I grab here? How do I grab <laughs> We got Steve Carell, Jeff Goldblum, and Owen Wilson. They're going to do bench presses until one buddy throws up. The Owen last Wilson. person standing gets to blow up a Studebaker. Like, uh, Owen Wilson, like, this. wow, this is really heavy. Wow, no, like, <laughs> would, would get higher name celebrities. Like, this isn't going to be like, I don't know, what do we got? Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh, no. And yeah, like, no, I don't know, cool. like, who is that White House no, guy? They're out of shape. Be fucking, days, he's going to be like, Barack Obama and Joe Biden are here and they're gonna bench press their way to victory, and they're like, "God damn!" Like, because hey, you know, if it's Joe, he's gonna make a he's gonna make some dumbass comment like, "We should oh, yeah. call you Swole Biden." Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. gonna be yeah. awful. Yeah. And Joe's gonna go to sleep underneath the bench, and then mess up the whole thing. He's gonna be like, "One, <laughs> wake up, Joe, get it together, guys." No, I mean, and Barack will be totally cool with it. Oh yeah, and he's gonna be doing. That I mean, shit he'll he'll hand. smooth everything over, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, his back wife, when I was his in the wife I was is actively and, Michelle." He's oh, he's yeah, got some yeah, power. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, so does she. Gosh, yeah. Wow, we've detailed this quite <laughs> oh, a bit for sure. What a way to end this. This, what a way this, to this end is a way sure. to bring it home. I love it. Anything I love it. else? We did make a decision on the streamer, did we? What was everybody's final decision? Well, I we, mean, Brian. Disney Plus was the one that we all okay. basically made I a consensus. Kept it. Yeah, on. Disney Plus gets the, the films winner. in black and white three thumbs up of approval. Dun, dun, three. Yeah, because well, there's three of us. One, two. Oh, okay. Well, everybody yeah, do three. one thumb. Sorry, I thought. Yeah, we one, sorry, I messed it up. I did too. There we go. Brian was excited. Um, yes, cool. Brian, thank you for leading us through that. Yeah, that was awesome. yeah Brian. You're very thank welcome. You. I'm happy to happy to happy to help. Big thanks to my wife Maggie for helping me get all that Maggie data Rush. together too. Um, gentlemen, anything else that you all have to add? For the pod, I know that we said we were going to touch on some news, but there's not a lot of news. I just so. want to shout out. Abbott Elementary, because yeah. we mentioned on this podcast before the Golden Globes how Brian had bought up how it was like the best series out right now. And currently, between the Golden Globes and the Critic Awards, they are also yeah. agreeing with Brian Roush. Mm-hmm. I mean, Emmys too. I, I mean, like yeah. this show, it, it man, it is really striking a chord with people. And mm-hmm. I, I'm glad it is. It shows how difficult like being a teacher is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I and also the performances are like super heartwarming, and it's yeah, everything. Yeah. Basically, it saw what the office did, and it said we can do that better, and they mm-hmm. did. That's a very good point, yeah. Brian. Also, yeah. want to shout out Brooklyn Nine Nine. Just All right. okay. okay, a fantastic show. I am on season four already, mm. and I just feel like I'm gonna restart it just as of right now. Just start back wow. again <laughs> because, damn, like. Just like you feel with Abbott Elementary, how they just did it better. Although this one is not like a documentary style, but it's kind of shot the same mockumentary style. Yeah, I agree. Like they they never like no fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have a little bit of a fourth, I I guess. It's kind of weird, but I just wanted to shout out to fucking, you know, um, Andre Brower, who plays Captain Holmes. Got like a really talented 
individual that just made this entire show. Just Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I wish I would do one more season. Just one more limited series run somehow, some way. If this gets into the vapors or somebody's fucking listening, just shout out to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's a good show. That's a great show. I have one thing I'd like to point out, and mm-hmm. it's I would like to say that to 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 uh, the woman who wrote Harry Potter, she also has a pseudonym. <laughs> okay. She also oh. has a pseudonym un- under which called Robert Galbraith, which she writes yeah. like mystery novels. Yeah. And I tried to listen to one on our drive All right. called The Ink Black Heart. And in this, she makes this whole community of like people who are mad about the original source material being manipulated and like sold off and only being in it for the money and it being certainly like ableistic. First off, I see what you're doing. Okay. I see what you're doing. Everybody else too does too. Second, I don't want to read tweets in a book. There are like whole chapters of this book that are like Twitter exchanges and I'm sorry, huh. that might scratch the itch for some, but it's not good at an audio format. And it is, I can't imagine it's all that bad. Maybe it's a little bit better to read, but if that scratches your itch, the ink black heart is the mystery side of it is entertaining. Just be advised that there are whole sections that read like you're reading a Twitter handle. And I couldn't do it. it huh. was, I literally was like, eh, not important. Like I'll come back to it. If it is like, I just skip that chapter. Like, yeah. Oh so yeah, that gets a yeah. one star from me, dog. Okay. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I thanks for that because now I won't be watching even if it comes across my. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'll take a pat. That's thank you for reviewing it, and we can efficiently just put it in the back. I'm, I'm a we'll pass. Put it in the rear view. Hard pass. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I wanted to talk about was James Cameron gave this interview uh, at the Golden Globe Awards and someone asked him like, what does Avatar success mean for the film industry? He says, we're back to theaters. Enough with the streaming already. I'm tired of sitting on my ass, end quote. And he like, said I that? just, yeah, and I just, Mr. Cameron, mm-hmm. I, I respect Bitch, you. Where you been? And I, I respect your work. However, when I go to a movie theater, I am sitting. I'm I'm not standing for three On and a half hours ass. of Avatar Way of the Water. I, I would like to be comfortable because this is my free time and I'd like to have an enjoyable experience. So I understand what you're trying to say and the spirit of what you're trying to say. But please stop saying stuff like this because I bet Avatar Way of the Water is going to make bonkers on streaming for you, too. So just right. like stop it. You're going to make your sequels. They're probably all going to make billions of dollars. It's fine. Like, just just stop. That implies that James Cameron is watching a movie like Pat McAfee does a podcast. Like, he's standing the whole time like, I did that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's just like in the back of a theater. And I just. Why does everybody want this fucking crown of we bought, we did it? We brought people back to the theaters. Oh, I mean, so fucking. They like, want to go I down in the theaters. history books as the one that fixed the industry. Yeah, like, we've they been wanted... back. What the fuck are y'all we've talking been about? Here. Like, yeah. that's the other thing is like, we've, we've been like Fast and Furious, I would say, was like the time when it was like, Probably. oh, like, okay, you can like, last night, you can do this nine, again. Was it? Yeah. 
uh and uh i don't know it's just weird i don't know it's it's an obsession thing it just kind of feels like okay grandpa like he's like i used to only watch movies in theaters you're like okay like let's get you sat down grandpa like get off your butt go see a movie it's like we we sit down in theaters grandpa like i just look man i'm gonna tell you about the fire navi and how mean they are it's getting dangerously close it's it's dangerously close. It's teetering on that like I'm a genius and mm-hmm. I did that. Like it's mm-hmm. getting very close okay. to that. Mm-hmm. And as far as someone who has most recently watched a particular figure who used to say he was a genius end up on the end up in the dumpster heap, I don't think we need to do that, James. He got like, married. Congratulations to to that guy. Oh Jesus Christ! Like I, like, that's not information I needed, and it's ruined my day. Like James Cameron does not need to be like the film version of Kanye West. Like I don't need that. It's not him. just him. It's Christopher Nolan. James. I mean, it is. It's a group. It's, it's a true. little group. And it's true. I want to put Michael Bay in there, but he just ain't said actively. It, like he, he hadn't said it. Michael Bay's thinking it. He's thinking it confident. He's, I mean, like, I'm confident he's thinking about it, especially with like Ambulance, which I'm sure we'll review at some point because that movie's bonkers. Uh, and he filmed it with drones, like, it, like Michael Bay, the guy's like, Oh, these are drones and you can film with them. We're doing a whole movie with that. Great, let's go. Uh You know, like, it's the uh same vibe. Christopher Nolan wants to blow fucking everything up, and then James (laughs) Cameron's like, Turn up the real D. And it's like, what the fuck does this Avengers of movie My movies are designed to be on? watched standing only. Fuck. We I brought mean, if you listen to these back. guys, you got to go to a theater. You got to stand up. You got three hours. Glasses. You got to have. You, oh, my gosh. Like, you're, there's so many rules to watch your movies, guys. Like, just Jeez. let me enjoy it. Meanwhile, I can sit at home and watch, like, <laughs> fucking Seinfeld and not have to move for easily two and a half hours. Or think about how I'm, I'm trying to think of what the trio, this three group of, like, elderly seasoned white men that with all these fucking rules. Like, come on, man. Like, geez. Yeah. Yikes. No, thanks. I love it. Yeah, no anyway, thanks. I look forward to your next Avatar movie and we'll talk about it, James. I don't Cameron. know if I do. <laughs> I don't know if I do. Yeah, I don't know. Look, we have right. to assemble all the elements, Doug. We, we're on this journey together now. Yeah, okay? I'm right, only doing it. Otherwise, we don't get Captain Planet. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh I mean, God. this is this is right. This is the last airbender. They're going to fight the Fire Nation. Right? Yeah, they're moving forward with the Captain Planet movie and some other movies, too, which is really interesting. And uh, everything old that, is new again. Mm-hmm. And did I see something that said that Tom Cruise was somehow linked to the it's, Leon, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's Leonardo yeah, that DiCaprio. Fits. equally as hilarious. Yeah, that fits. Yeah. This this makes entirely too much sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's Leo. Uh, gentlemen, anything that you all have to plug for this week? Oh, hey, thelovenerds.com. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, if you've made it this far, I'm going to tell you that I am going to be taking a vacation. So uh, Doug and Marcus, they're going to be holding it down. And in the meantime, go check out thelovenerds.com. We'll have a link in the bio. It's going to be a great place for a ton of recipes. Look, we got a lot of people trying to be on diets. Thelovenerds.com says no to that. Like, you should just eat the way you want to eat. Please don't worry about whatever fake image you're seeing you 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 are enough and and so go to the lovners.com go make something delicious for yourself we there's plenty that. of recipes there that's amazing that we say bright. no we say no i didn't know we what direction no. we were going and i thought that, that was i was great. happy it went that, that direction 
Marcus, um, don't forget to follow the mantra never offend it always humble and surprise we will have a special edition run for valentine's day of some hoodies so we will have Ooh. two different designs that will be going up for valentine's day we have one noah with a heart and then we have a My Boo collection. Those are ghosts that are friendly for Valentine's Day. That's um, nice. And so we will have these two available online at Spreadshirt.com slash The Mantra. But don't forget to follow The Mantra. Never offend it. Always humble. Absolutely. And I have to plug this podcast. Remember the Word. best way to share the love of films in black and white. So tell friends or family about the pod. Make sure you recommend us there. If you are feeling generous and you would like to sign up for the Patreon, head to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Sign up for one of the tiers there. Become a producer of the show um, and help us pick our next movie and potentially some other segments that we might do moving forward. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's where that's all going to be. But gentlemen, Word. We have a three-step process to success. Brian, run us down that first step. Hey, folks. Brian Roush here. Read a book. Yes. Uh, I, look, for longtime listeners, you're probably already reading a book. You're, you're probably Maybe reading a book while you're listening, and I love that. For new listeners, hey, when's the last time that you had thoughts and images and ideas projected into your brain that that weren't from a movie and maybe you got to get in the mind of somebody by reading the written word um if you haven't done that in a while get get a short book or poems anything mm -hmm. just jog that memory do you have a do you have a resolution this year to read more now's a great time to do it read a book hell yeah read a book and our marcus what is our second step to success for our listeners our second step to success is to drink some water yes it's getting cold Leon, but we don't really give a fuck drink some water like really it's, that's it i mean just because hot cold, cocoa hot is not cold, yeah hot cocoa is not gonna like mm -mm. suffice as a water substitute like you still it's have not. to drink some water okay your piss smells like straight ammonia burning through the concrete okay so just drink some water <laughs> it really is and while you're at it uh follow step three and use some water. well not while you're at it but in addition to step two and step one wash your ass look y'all uh we're still inside here it is still winter we are still in course cut close quarters to other people. Uh, so it's important that you wash your ass so you don't, you know, bug those other folks. Some of you all might be going on a fitness journey, running or exercising yeah. more. Wash the stink off of yourself when you're done. Don't bring it with you. We're proud of you, but don't bring it with you uh, because yeah. that's just uh, where we're at. So just be sure, wash your ass, wash your legs, please. And everything in between. Uh, that does it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We will be back next week with another fantastic episode. But in the meantime and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam.